a Christian stop being a Christian? Is it possible for a Christian to decide that they are no longer a Christian and leave the church? In our message for this episode, the Apostle John is dealing with a split in the church he was writing to, which was brought about by false or heretical beliefs. There were those in the church who developed heretical beliefs and when they could not win over the leadership to their side as opposed, they chose to leave. Welcome to God's Word Undiluted Ministries. This is the crossroad. Our passage for today is 1 John chapter 2 from verse 18 to 19. And I have titled this message, Two Verse False Christians. Two Verse False Christians. If you have your Bible with you, will you please turn with me to 1 John chapter 2 verse 18 to 19. And it reads as follows. Children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard, that Antichrist is coming. So now, many Antichrists have come. Therefore, we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out, that it might become plain that they are all not of us. John is dealing with a split in the church he was writing to. The church was divided with regards to what they believed. There are those among the church who developed new beliefs. These new beliefs involved a denial that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of God coming to the flesh, and a denial that his death was necessary for the forgiveness of sins. This brought a lot of confusion in the church and eventually a division which led to these members leaving the church. As false as their beliefs clearly were, once they left, they unfortunately did not keep their false beliefs to themselves. But they began to preach to those who were left behind in the church, telling them that they are, the, they are following the wrong path and are not saved, and that they, talking about the ones who left, are the ones who are saved and who have the truth. John is writing to assure those left in the church that they are the ones who have the truth. They are the ones who are saved. And those who have left are the ones without truth and are the ones who are not saved. John is also writing to give them a number of tests that they can use to test themselves to see if they truly are saved. In this portion of scripture, and I'm still referring to 1 John chapter 2, from verse 18 to 19. In this portion of scripture, John draws a clear distinction between those that left the church because of their false beliefs, and those who are still or who remained in the church. In other words, for our purposes today, John wants to clearly show the difference between false Christians and genuine Christians. He begins in verse 18 by addressing his readers as children. This shows the affectionate relationship that John had with the church he was writing to. He was their spiritual father who cared deeply for them. He begins by telling them that it is the last hour. 
Now, the last hour refers to the time between the first coming of Jesus and the second coming. This is the same time that you and I are living in at the moment, looking forward to the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He also tells them that, as they have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even as he writes the letter, many Antichrists had already come. By the Antichrist, John is referring to the man of lawlessness mentioned in 2 Thessalonians and other places, but specifically for the purposes of our message today, we will refer to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 to 8. Let us look at this passage to get more understanding of who the Antichrist is. But remember, there are other passages as well that refer to the Antichrist. And in this passage of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 to 8, I will only look especially at verses 2 to 3 and verses 8. Verses 3 to 4 reads as follows. Let no one deceive of this is verses 3 to 4 of 2 Thessalonians. Let no one deceive you in any way. For that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of or, or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. So that day will not come, and as you can see on your screen at the very top, that day refers to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So here Paul tells them that that coming of our Lord Jesus Christ will not come unless the man of lawlessness is revealed. Now verse 8 reads, And the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord Jesus will kill with the bread of his mouth and bring to nothing by the appearance of his coming. So this man of lawlessness who will precede the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ will meet his fate when the Lord Jesus kills him with the breath of his mouth. Hallelujah. The Antichrist, therefore, will be revealed in the future and will meet his death, but as John was writing the letter, many Antichrists had already come. Who are these? We know who the Antichrist is, but now who are these many Antichrists? Well, the word, the word anti in Greek means to claim to be another person or to oppose another person. This is what Jesus said in Matthew 24, 24. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders, so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. There are those, there are, there are, these are the people I believe who John is referring to, the people that Jesus was prophesying that they will come, that they will arise and perform great signs. These are the people I believe who John is referring to. Although the ones John is referring to did not claim to be Christ, they did oppose Christ by denying that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of God, coming to the flesh, and by denying that his death was necessary for the forgiveness of sins. These people are not the Antichrist referred to in 2 Thessalonians, but they are the forerunners of him. 
They are preparing the way for him, much like John the Baptist was preparing the way for Jesus. These many Antichrists are preparing the way for the final Antichrist who will fortunately be killed by Jesus. Therefore, John is saying that because these many Antichrists have already come, this is how he knows that it is the last hour. In verse 19, John addresses the issue of these people who left the church because of their false beliefs. He starts verse 19 by saying that they went out from us. The pronoun they here refers to the Antichrist and therefore refers to those who left the church because of their false beliefs. John calls those who left the church Antichrists. John says these Antichrists went out from us. By us, John refers to those who were left in the church. So, the Antichrists went out from the genuine Christians. They left the genuine Christians in the church and left because of their false beliefs. Here is a shocking statement. John says, they went out from us, but catch this, but they were not of us. They went out from us, but they were not of us. The Antichrists who left the church because of their false beliefs were never part of the church. These false Christians who have now left the church were never Christians in the first place. This is very interesting. These false Christians were part of the church. They associated with the church. They fellowshiped with the church. They prayed with the church, but they were never truly Christians. This kind, kind of reminds me of Judas. He was part of the apostles and did everything with them, but was never really a true apostle. The logical question to ask would be, how do you know, John, that these people were never Christians in the first place? I mean, they could have been true Christians who have decided to no longer be Christians. John anticipates and answers this question. John says, and here is the reason why John says they left because they were never really Christians. John says, for if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. The, the message of this response comes very clearly in the Greek. It, it, it is this, this condition is a second-class condition in the Greek, and it, 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 it can be read as follows. If they had been Christians, and let us assume that they were, then they would not have left, but they would have continued to be part of the church. The fact that they left is a clear and, and un, undis, indisputable evidence that they were never truly Christians. John does not end there. He continues to say that there is even a divine purpose for why they left. John says, but they went out that it might become plain that they all are not of us. The divine purpose why they left was so that it can become plain to everyone. It can become clear to everyone that they were never truly Christians in the first 
place. The false Christians left the church because of their false beliefs, because they were never true Christians in the first place. And their living was so that it can become clear to everyone that they were never truly Christians. If they were truly Christians, they would, they would never have left the church. Here is John's message. True Christians never stop being Christians. Point of clarification, and this is very important. This does not mean that when a Christian leaves a particular church, because of differences in beliefs, they are automatically one of the Antichrist and was never a Christian in the first place. The one who leaves the church must leave because they hold to false beliefs and refuse to repent but rather to leave. It is possible also for the one who decides to leave the church to be the one who has correct beliefs and he is leaving a false church that teaches false beliefs and that false church refuses to repent. So we must not be too quick to make judgment calls. We must first establish the truth. The criteria is that if the person who is leaving the church, he is leaving because they hold to false beliefs and they refuse to repent, then their leaving is a clear indication of them never having been Christians in the first place. True and genuine Christians don't hold to false beliefs, and when they do, they repent and continue to be part of the church. Those who refuse to repent and leave their church, they were never Christians in the first place. Therefore, John, by this, assures the church he was writing to that those who have left were never Christians in the first place. And therefore, the church, the church should not be confused about who the true Christians are. So, to those people who claim to have stopped being Christians, I say to you that you were never really truly a genuine Christian in the first place, or you would not have stopped. True Christians never stop being Christians. This is the crossroad.